The anonymous landlord is more than just making profit from property. It's a system of automation and a strategy which will shape the way you invest in property forever. It's a quality of life, it's a way of life. It's a business mindset. The anonymous landlord will make loads of money from property and continue to grow wealth and assets without giving up time or energy or life. Because what's the point in making a load of money from property if you've got no time or energy to enjoy it? My name's Tom Sone, and this is The Anonymous Landlord. Good morning, everybody. And, uh, well, welcome to another episode of The Anonymous Landlord. And I am back. So, yes, I've taken a little bit of time off of doing live videos and content and so on. A little bit of time calming down on it just purely because I've been focusing on buying companies, buying properties, growing my business, it's been really good. So I thought, take a little break from that and now start getting back to it. And do you know what the big question is exactly what you can read right there in the title above here, which is what is going to happen to property prices over the next couple of years? And a little additional tip, how can you take full advantage and make profit from the next couple of years of our property market? And do you know what? I would probably guess that about two in three, maybe uh, different, uh, two in three people ask me um, on my discovery calls with investors, are property prices going up? Are property prices going down? Are we going to have a market crash? Are interest rates going to shoot up sky high or are they going to stay where they are now or even go down a bit? Who knows? Um, but yeah, two in three people ask me this question. But the truth is, nobody really knows. And if anybody ever claims that they know the answer to this question of what is the property market going to do over the next couple of years, then they're just lying. There are lots of people that have opinions. There are people that have educated opinions. There are people that have experienced opinions, but really no one knows. No one has that ultimate secret or insight into the future. No one can read the future. But that is what investing is all about, isn't it? You're betting. You're looking at the odds. You're looking at the evidence. You're looking at the information. You're using your experience and your education, and you're placing a bet on what you think is going to happen to the property market in the future. And right now, the property market is booming. Sales and lettings are booming. Loads of people are buying. Loads of people are selling. Lots of sales are going through. Lots of people are renting. There's people that are buying properties to invest in. And then loads of tenants are renting those properties too. The rent levels are high, sale values are high, property prices are increasing, and there's loads of demand and supply um, around the country, especially in the north and parts of the Midlands as well. And by the way, is anybody buying properties in the north or in the Midlands? Let me know. What are you seeing in the markets up there? I'm certainly seeing real good growth in those areas, northeast, northwest, Midlands, parts of um, across the whole middle of the country, actually. Um, now, look, there's loads of reasons why um, property prices might grow and the property market is growing and why it's booming. It could be economic 
financial, it could be supply and demand. Um, if there's loads of investment going on in an area, that will increase the property market. If there's loads of development going on in an area, and it's commercial and residential, if loads of people are buying commercial properties and developing per commercial properties, that increases employment, and then more houses can be built so that more people can buy houses and more people will want to come and live in those areas. Anyway, loads of factors. Um, but personally, I'm buying properties right now and I'm keeping them. And I'll explain why in a minute. I'm buying loads as well for my clients, my investor clients, um, especially up in the north and again, parts of the Midlands. Um, so, you know, that's my strategy right now. So I'm going to explain to you why I'm doing that and how you might want to do the same. Maybe, that's up to you. Um, because if you didn't know, by the way, I'm also a property broker, which means that I get offered tons of really good buy-to-let properties, flip-to-let properties. And if you've had a discovery call with me and I've taken you on as an investor, then I'll quite happily connect you with the seller of that property or the agent who's acting for the seller on really good buy-to-lets, really good flip-to-lets, and then let you invest your money in those properties. Anyway, um, I would probably say that at the moment I'm seeing uh, the properties that I'm buying for my clients, I'm normally seeing around 10 to 20% yield. 20% yields is, is less often. 10% yield is really good and really common. Um, so there's a nice little sweet spot in there of, of properties that I'm providing to my investor clients between 10 and 20% yield. So um, by the way, if you want to get involved in that, just drop me a message through Facebook here or send me an email, tom at pinkstreet.co.uk. Anyway, 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 what do I think is going to happen to the property market over the next couple of years and why? It's really important to know why because then you can start spotting market trends and investing in the right areas yourself. Um, but also how you can take advantage of the current property market and what's going to happen, in my opinion, to the property market in the future and make some more profit. So as I said earlier on, I am buying and keeping, which should tell you that I'm confident that the property market is going to grow over the next couple of years. Now, why do I think that? Well, first of all, if you are in the property world right now, then you can see that there are loads and loads of transactions going through. There are loads of property sales happening right now. The market is booming. It's up here. Demand is really high. There are not as many properties available to buy as there are buyers wanting to buy. So that just pushes prices up. I'm seeing loads of properties being sold over asking price. Crazy. Even the ratio of asking price compared to sale price is so small right now because loads of buyers are happy to spend full asking price or more on uh, properties that are on the market. Now, what does that all mean? Well, look, if you are buying a property with a mortgage, which is most people, then a chartered surveyor is sent to the property to value that property for the lender. Now, that chartered surveyor will use 100% evidence to calculate the true valuation of this property. Uh, this is how much the property is worth, and yes, you can lend that amount of money for this property. That's what their job is. And like I say, they'll, they'll purely base that on evidence. 
So I can't see, look, there are also some valuers at the moment that are slightly undervaluing things, but that's because they're still caught in the cautious market that we had a little while ago. People, um, lenders and valuers were being very cautious about the market, so they weren't giving full market value. They were just making sure they're, they're covering their own asses, so to speak. But they will catch up because that is unsustainable because a chartered surveyor has to calculate a valuation based on hard evidence. So as the more transactions come through, the more valuers will catch up. Otherwise, I mean, they're not going to be able to sustain that. And I can't see this property market slowing down in 2021 um, either because there's such high demand. And if you have a look on the market right now, there's a lot of properties available to buy as well. The demand is high, the, su the supply is good, which means it should continue as we are right now. So, look, I might be wrong. That's my opinion, right? That's my educated and experienced opinion. And for me, I always set out a two-year plan for every single property uh, that I buy. And also, I set out a two-year plan and a two-year strategy for every single property that I buy for my clients as well, for my investor clients. And the idea is, Simply, there are other strategies within the strategy and there are plans to uh, what to do with the cash, the profit, how to refinance and when to refinance and so on. But generally speaking, you'll buy a property today and then in two years time, if you've taken out a two year fixed rate, for example, in two years time, you'll refinance that property, withdraw the profit and benefit from the growth in value. That's the idea. Now, valuers will look at the historic evidence of completed sales. So if you buy a place today for £100,000, then the valuer is going to go and visit that property for the lender and value it fairly. So they'll probably say, yes, that's worth £100,000 if you're buying it at the right current value. Or worst case scenario is they might say, I'm going to be cautious on this one and I'm going to value it at 95. Fair enough. That gives you a little bit of bargaining power with the seller. If a valuer goes out and values that property at 95,000, then you can go to the seller and say, hey, look, the valuation's coming at 95. Would you accept that offer? Fingers crossed, they'll go for that. If not, you might have to find an extra little bit of money um, because the lender won't lend on 100,000, they'll only lend on 95,000. It's not the end of the world. Anyway, think about the two-year plan. So you buy that place for £100,000 today and the valuer values it fairly. They agree. The value says, yes, £100,000. Now, over the next year or two, there are going to be similar sales to the property that you've just bought. If you've just bought a three-bedroom house and over the next couple of years, other three-bedroom houses in that area sell for a hundred, then a hundred and two, and then a hundred and five thousand. A few others sell for a hundred and seven thousand, and then some sell for a hundred and ten thousand, and some sell for a hundred and twelve thousand, then a hundred and fifteen thousand. You get where I'm going. The more properties that sell in that area, and the more the price increases that they were sold at, in two years' time, I would put through a value based on those numbers. I would put through. Uh, a refinance at a valuation of 120,000. Now, yes, that's 20 grand more than I bought it for, but 
If you look at the way the market is going at the moment, the chances are quite strong that there are going to be other transactions that happen after your transaction, after your purchase, that increase and go up and up and up and up and up. So when the value goes out for the lender in two years' time, looks back over the last couple of years of uh, sales that have completed, they're seeing, right, two years ago, 102, then there was 105, then there was 107, 110, 112, 115. Um, so now they're saying, okay, the market in that area for that type of property is and has increased. So they are more likely to put a generous valuation through because they can see the evidence that happens over the last couple of years. And that's how you take advantage a little bit of the, of the current market and how it's going to continue. Now, look, there is a best case and a worst case to this because the valuer is going to look at all of those transactions, see that the property values in that area have increased. And the best case scenario is that my property is increased by £20,000 in value and I can take out £15,000 as a refinance, remortgage. Brilliant. That is a cracking result. Worst case is that it hasn't increased by 20,000. Maybe it's only increased by 10,000 over two years and I can get out seven and a half thousand pounds. Nice. Because remember the rule that you can take out a mortgage which is up to 75% of the value of the property. So if my value's gone up to 120,000, I can take out 75% of that. So whenever you're working out forecasts and future plans, think about that rule. What am I going to be able to take out in two years' time? Or five years' time? Or ten years' time? Whatever your plan is. Plus, so I've just taken out 15 grand in extra money. Plus, over that two years, I've also received £400 a month in net profit. Nice! So that's £9,000 in two years in rent profit and £15,000 in two years in refinance profit, in growth, in appreciation. So you've just taken out 24 grand, and if you bought that house for, for 100,000 before, then you probably needed about 30 grand of cash. Would you take that deal? You put 30,000 pounds into a property, you get 24,000 pounds back for in profit from that property and you've still got your 30 grand cash in the property. It's still there. You still own the property. I'd take that deal all day long. <laughs> Even if you don't manage to get that growth, then you've still got nine grand in rental income. Nine grand profit. You still have your money. You still get your cash. It's in that property. Nice. Now look, prices are going to vary across different areas. Of course they are, but but the ratios and the calculations are the same. So over the next two years, I definitely see the market continuing to grow. Now, I can't say whether it's going to grow at the current rate. That would be ridiculous. Parts of the Northeast are forecasted to grow by 25% over the next um, over the next couple of years. Great, that'd be awesome. I'm buying loads up in the north at the moment. But it's probably going to grow faster in the north and the Midlands in those sorts of areas than it is perhaps in the south. I can't vouch for that, but that's my feeling. Um, I, think, I still think it's going to be good in the other areas, the southern areas, southeast and so on. Um, I also think we're going to have a really big growth in values 
of any areas where it's uh, a high tourism area, high attraction area, like parts of South Wales, south, certainly in the southwest. Um, uh, so if you live near to an area where you think that a lot of people would want to come to for a holiday destination, for an example, then might be a good option to buy it and uh, rent it out as a holiday let, perhaps. Anyway, so look, like I said, in a couple of years time, all the valuers that come to refinance or help the lenders refinance your property are gonna use all the evidence for the last couple of years to calculate the new value. So the boom now that we're all seeing, this property boom that's happening right now is gonna become evidence. And that's what I'm looking to really take advantage of. Now, look, obviously, there are loads of reasons why property prices will go up or down or the property market will go up or down. Loads of reasons. But this is just one. I mean, look, let's look at it. Whenever have we seen before that um, the government have put so much money into the property market? They're, they're backing deposits for lenders, meaning that first time buyers need a much smaller deposit to buy a property. And if a first time buyer buys a property, that means somebody is selling a property and moving into another one. So it all has a knock on effect. The more help for the first time buyers there are, there is, then the more people that are selling for um, to move into their second property or second time movers, we call them, are able to move into the next property. So Simple, simple economics. There's also so much financial support for businesses. Now, if you've got more businesses staying open, there's more employment. More employment means more people living in that area. There's also tons of financial support for people, for the general public, which means income can carry on coming in, meaning when people want to get mortgages in the future, there's more people that can get mortgages because they've stayed in employment or they've been part of the furlough scheme or they've been able to continue um, having income and uh, earning income. It just means more people can still buy. If more people can buy, then more people can sell. Simple as that. And if more people can sell, the more opportunities there are for investors to get brilliant buy-to-let and to get brilliant flip-to-let or buy refurbish refinance, as some people call it. I've never seen so much support for the property market. And I think what's happening, I think the, the government are protecting the property market, which I think is a very smart thing because if you remember, you know, loads of people will tell you back in the 80s when interest rates went shooting up to 17%. Well, that just can't happen anymore because of the ratio of property cost versus people's average incomes. It couldn't happen like that. So the government would have to step in. Otherwise, the economy would collapse. Simple as that. It would cripple the country. And also, you know, over the last 12 months or whatever, what would be the point in spending all of that money on our economy, on our country, on our people, on our businesses, on our everything in this country to then stop and let it all die. It would purely and simply be a complete waste of money, which won't happen, in my opinion. Now, obviously there's loads of reasons why the property market, I think anyway, there's loads of reasons why I think the property market will continue to grow. And there are some risks, right? I'm not gonna go through all of those risks today, but I just wanna tell you that you're investing. There is risk, even if you're buying and selling. If you're buying and keeping, 
then there are risks, right? I'm not going to go through all of those today. We'll save that for another, um, another broadcast. But how can you take advantage of this property market? And how can you make profit from this property market in the next couple of years? So look, first thing I will say, if you find a property that you can buy below market value, buy it. That's my opinion. Buy it. Buy it. Keep it. Rent it out. Awesome. But also, don't worry too much. Don't, don't waste your time waiting and searching for properties that have such huge discounts that it makes it mouth-watering and almost those deals that are just too good to be true. I would say just buy a good property that generates a good yield and take it, keep it, rent it out. Get the profit coming in straight away. Otherwise, your money's just sat in the bank doing nothing. But set a two-year plan. All of my property purchases have a two-year plan attached. It's two years that I allow to try and get all of my money back plus profit, if I can. Um, and I would probably advise the same to you. Set out a two-year plan of guaranteeing or ensuring that you're going to get all or most or a lot of your cash back out. Two-year plan. Now, obviously, look, if you're one of my investor clients, then we'll set out the two-year plan or the five-year plan together. Um, but if you're just watching this and you're just doing it for yourself, then set yourself a two-year strategy. Um, but also remember, don't chase unicorns. Buy a workhorse. There's loads of workhorses around and they're so much easier to find and you won't be spending all of your time searching for this unicorn property that's, you know, 30% below market value. It's going to generate you tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of profit. Don't chase a unicorn. Buy a workhorse. That's my, that's my advice to you. But most importantly, don't wait. If your money's in the bank right now and you're waiting to see how things pan out, then you're, mon you're losing money. Not only you're losing money because you're not making money, that means you're losing money. If you're not making anything, your, your 50 grand is just sat in the bank doing nothing. You could be adding 400 pound a month net profit to it. You could be adding an extra 15 grand in two years time to it, but no, it's just sat there doing nothing. So go and make some profit. Make your cash work for you. Don't wait around. It's got to be done. But concentrate on the yield. That's the most important part of this whole thing. Are you going to get the yield? Now, like I said earlier on, if you're an investor client of mine, then the chances are we'll be, I'll be finding properties for you that are between 10 and 20% yield, which is a great yield. Um, I don't really get involved in high risk stuff. I don't really uh, get involved in crazy, complex investments. I like straight, solid, safe buy-to-lets and flip-to-lets um, that rent out and generate a good yield between 10 and 20%. Um, so if you want something like that, by the way, I haven't mentioned, I don't think, but if you want something like that, then let me know. We'll book a discovery call. I'll find out if I want to work with you, um, but I'll also find out if it's if it's a good thing for you to do uh, and we'll, we'll go from there. Anyway, you can just contact me through Facebook or you can email me, tom at pinkstreet.co.uk. But to wrap this all up, you can take advantage of this property market. You can buy property now 
and set out that two-year plan. When you've rented it out and in two years' time you come to refinance it, remember that the surveyor, the chartered surveyor who goes out to the property in a couple of years' time is going to look back on this boom time and see all of the transactions that have taken place. Transactions, by the way, just means completed sale. And they'll see all of those uh, completed sales, use those as evidence to revalue your property in a couple of years' time. So this boom is going to really make a lot of people a lot of profit in a couple of years' time. That's why I'm buying as many houses as I can right now and trying to keep them trying to get as many into the portfolio as possible so that then in a couple of years' time, I can refinance them all and withdraw out a ton of profit. That's the plan. Um, so yes, what do, I think is, what do I think the property market is going to do over the next couple of years? I think it's going to grow. I think it's going to continue growing. I can't say that it's going to grow at the same rate in every part of the country, but I do think it's going to grow... Um, Parts of the north, parts of the Midlands, I think are really going to go well. Um, Scotland is another little spot I forgot to mention. Um, I just see a lot of activity up that way at the moment. Parts of Edinburgh, for an example, is, is a really good little spot that I've got my eye on. So if you want to get involved in this, let me know. If you don't, go and do it for yourself. Go for it. You can do it. Don't wait I know there's a lot of fear involved. You're, you're scared that are you going to lose all your money? Are you going to get terrible tenants? Is the house going to fall down? Are the mortgage rates going to go up here? Are the property prices going to go down there? Maybe. But if you don't wait, if you don't do something, then your money's not going to make any. You can't make any profit if you don't invest it. You can't. So go for it. You can do it. And if you want some help or advice, let me know. But until then, I will speak to you all another time. Hope you all have a fantastic day. My name's Tom Soan. And remember that your property must make profit without you. Take care. Thank you for joining me. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. But before you go to the next episode, I really want to hear from you. Just search Tom Soane on any social media or just email me tom at pinkstreet.co.uk. I'd love to know your thoughts on this episode. And if you need any help with your own situation, just get in touch. I'll answer every email and every message I promise. Anyway, see you in the next podcast. And remember, being a landlord is hard. Being an anonymous landlord is easy. Invest, enjoy, repeat and grow.